Before we start this episode, we got Guilty Pleasures merch. Look how cute it is. Oh my god, we got Goofy's fat ass. We got Familiar Racing Tea. Go get it at tryguys.com slash guilty. Ramble. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Welcome to Guilty Pleasures. McAdams Mania continues this week. We're talking about Mean Girls. A classic. And we're wearing pink, Kelsey. That is the most vibrant pink I've ever seen in my life. I don't fuck around when it comes to Mean Girls. It's so pink that it honestly looks like Garrick's wearing a white shirt. It does look like I'm wearing I like how this is your pink, though. Mm -hmm. It fits you. You dragged him to filth. And I am wearing, what are you of course, wearing, Zachy? the Familia Guilty Pleasure shirt in our hot pink. God, this shirt fucking slaps. It looks so cool. It's like a Miami day glow color pink with Familia, and it says Guilty Pleasures with a pink car. Go order it. Miami day glow? Yeah, I yeah. didn't know day glow. Cool. Kelsey said it, and I had to look it up, and it's a quality of color, and I'm a big fan. I love it. There you go. Yours is more day glow from what I've seen online. Yeah, this is day glow. We, th- we wanted this to be day glow. Yeah. This, is, this is somewhere in between. We had to be respectable. What a fun word to say, day glow. Pretty good. It's really good. Yeah, really if you look good. up the quality of day glow, it's kind of like highlighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mean you guys, Girls. We're doing my Super Bowl. This movie. This is the, probably my most favorite episode we've ever done. Wowie. I mean, this was a, a highly requested episode for a long time, yeah. and, and we put it off because I was like, I, I didn't know what there was to say about it. It's It's a... Great movie, but we're going to say a lot of stuff, and it's going to be great, and it's going to be a great episode because we're really good at this. And it's McAdams Mania. Like, why wouldn't we do it? It would be criminal to not talk about perhaps the most iconic McAdams character, Miss Regina George. Uh, If you don't know, this month at Guilty Pleasures is McAdams Mania. We're doing four episodes celebrating the wonderful Rachel McAdams. And yeah, today we're talking about Regina George. I mean, do we even just give... A synopsis. Mean Girls is the new dork loser trying to fit in in high school. Can she take down the plastics or will she become one of them? Yeah. This is Mean Girls. (laughs) You guys remember, like, do you remember anything about this movie coming out? Absolutely. I I saw this in theaters and I I cite Mean Girls along with Ocean's Eleven, where (laughs) when I was growing up, I just was like, oh, I thought that movies were just always supposed to be this good. Ah. And Mean Girls is one of those movies where it is a a genre film. Like, this is a teen girl comedy. Mm -hmm. And so we have in our mind what that's supposed to be. We've done Sleepover on this show, which I adore. Came out the same girl as Mean Girls. Same... Sorry, came out the same year as Mean Girls. And for a long time, teen girl comedies were seen as uh, lesser. Gauche. Yeah. Which also. Gauche. Gauche. Very nice. Um, It's similar to the way that Ocean's Eleven, like, oh, that's like a, what, action-y heist movie? Like, that's not going to be. But this is just an an expertly, perfectly executed God-tier version of it. I'm going to be real. Um, I think. I don't like your tone. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I think that what's happening. This is because of the brilliance of Tina Fey. Yes, I don't think that Tina Fey has written a bad thing. 
if I'm being if I'm being honest, sure. it is always in line with what she does. Um, from this to uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt to um, Thirty Rock, bangers, 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 and it is a banger, and it is a, a, a fucking neat and concise script and every her time. work when she was the head writer on SNL on, uh, she is course, a SNL. Yeah. thing of her as a performer phenomenal yeah. writer mm-hmm. better writer than she is performer and yeah. did you guys know that this is adapted from a book I did and I looked into that a little bit yeah. um, and I'll fuck it fun fact right out the gate oh yeah. so uh, this was based on a book and I, I don't have queen bees and wannabes thank you but that is a an unscripted book it's about you know high school and so Tina took that Said, I think that th- there would be a great movie in here, but she still, yeah. she came up with the whole plot, all the characters, yeah. uh, everything in this movie is original. Yeah. Queen Bees and Wannabes was actually made for parents to like understand, to understand the ways of funny. high school, so like the psychology of high school. Like we are, we're so fucked up <laughs> that they were like, the parents need a guidebook, like a, a documentary for reading. <laughs> That's so That's funny. So fun. it, it's so fun. And I hate to compare her to other um, creatives, but in the same way that Phil Miller and Chris Lord took Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs and turned it into something completely different and completely hilarious and can stand on its own, right? Um, she did that with this book and I, I want to say like created an iconic and, and uh, a genre, not a genre creating, but like no, genre defining, genre defining piece of art. Yeah. This is that. Yeah. What was it, Kelsey, for you? I assume you saw it in theaters. <laughs> this was one that you not only went and saw once with your friends, you grabbed your next group of friends, saw it again. Nice. You rented it when it came out. Yep. You got it on DVD. You modeled your outfits after it. You started to parody it in your life. You used the phrases. I mean, the the amount of effort and money I put into outfits to try and look like some of these girls. I mean, it came out in 2004. 2004. So I was freshman in high school going, who am I? What's my identity? Mean girls will be my identity. (laughs) I'm going to try and dress like them and talk like them and like, It was just such... You got the wrong uh, takeaway from the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. Fully, this made me want to go, like, more into, like, popular girl cliques and, like, having... Kelsey stopped watching around the halfway point. Uh She's like, I'm going to be like Katie. Yeah. I'm going to become a plastic. We're we're trying to, like, make up rules for, like, our girl gang. Like, we had a nickname. We were composed of three men and two boys and or excuse me three boys and two girls in our clique in high school and we were called the rock stars you and told we me about told me this story so yeah funny. so you guys you told know us this. story yeah so like we tried to have like an apparel and like a look to us shut the fuck up oh yeah did you have you had you have any baby watches do you have any pictures we were famous stars and straps or babe like yes i'm Fa- sure i'm sorry this is a very rich group of people because last time I checked, Babe is very expensive. It was not back in the day. This was like back when Ed Hardy reigned supreme. And I remember like, when Babe first came out. It's like, hey, it's this new trend this, or like, new thing from wear. Japan. It's uh-huh. going to be cool. It was not as expensive. Now it's stupid. It was still expensive, yeah. but not yeah. what it is now. Yeah, not what it is now, but I still yeah. remember it being like inaccessible yeah. for me in high school. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it came from the drug money. Got it. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was uh-huh. supposed to, we were supposed to go. Anyway. This movie, to this day, though, is still something I will stop and watch when it's on. I will go to the events of it when it's on. I will go to the screenings of it when it's on. Did you watch the play? The musical? I have listened through it, but I think it came out right as the pandemic. Yeah. So I didn't get to see it. Mm -hmm. 
but I've heard all the songs. And music I hear it's fantastic. Well, so, yeah, it's yeah. I saw it. It's fun. It's they're making a movie of it. And our girl Renee Rapp was Regina George from Sex Lives with College Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's right. um, but yeah, this movie goes down in starting its own genre of comedy that so many have tried to follow yeah. since. Did Garrick at your school? Well, okay, let's talk about the movie a little. No, bit. No, 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 no. What is the question? Okay, at your school, <laughs> did you have the the? Did your popular group have names? That everybody had like different cliques. Yeah. I okay. feel like it wasn't like a oh, this is the popular group of people. They 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 were for sure there, but there was different like gangs. I want to say yeah, <laughs> in like a like a weird way like. I, I remember there's like the outstanding O's and like the public max <laughs> and shit like that. You did have names. Yeah, no, they had names. O's. They had fucking names. But I don't know if it was like, this is the popular group. Everyone thought they were the popular group Everybody too. thought they were the yeah. popular group. Like the football players thought they were it. The basketball guys thought yeah. they were it. The I, but girls, it wasn't, it wasn't like boys. something that someone else came up with. They were naming themselves. Ooh. We, uh, I, I've talked about this, I think on Tripod, but maybe not here, that the popular hot girls yes. in my school... It was Jazz Jazz yes. because their names were Jenny, Ariel, Sally, yeah. Jenny, Allie, you whatever. You talked about like this on Sleepover. It's That's so funny know. to me. Uh, but this movie does so much right. And the first thing that it brought back to me, and I, I'm a sucker. Clueless does it. This movie does it. Anytime a movie brings you through the clicks in the school, yep. it brought back the defining trauma of my adolescence yes. which is the cool kids table yeah i it is Ugh. still a wound yeah. and in I, I got over it a little bit by high school i've never gotten over it no. i'm still not <laughs> over it. uh but in middle school there were for the boys there were two tables but really there was one table mm -hmm. there was the cool kids table and there was the spillover table oh. and i remember sitting like back to back with the cool kids table and like laughing loudly to join yeah. the conversation behind me, but you're not part of it. You're at the spillover table. Damn. But like, you're trying to like give your energy to yeah. the fucking Regina Georges behind you. I still yeah. have dreams about going to my high school cafeteria and finding a seat. Like that, it still follows me into like recently. I, okay, you so hear that, kids? It doesn't get better. Doesn't we get had, better. Did you guys I, also have like lunch period one and lunch period yeah, two? Yeah, yeah. yeah. so like period. every year it was like a fucking shit show Yahtzee scramble of like yeah. where were you going to get placed? And for us, it was always the seniors. Always yeah. the seniors were the coolest table. So our our always the seniors is the coolest table. But our so the way that our our this cafeteria, I guess, was set up. There was like benches. It was outside. Of course, I'm from oh, California. Wow. That's right. It's outside. Um, so, uh, and then it would like spill over into like the quad or like a walking area or whatever. So, kids would be um, the popular kids would be sitting on the tables, of course, sitting on the tables, of They're course, cool. uh, looking out at the quad. And then they're higher above, they're higher above everybody. And then the like unpopular kids would be actually sitting at the table behind it. Ah. So, like. You're just looking at people's butts as you're eating. <laughs> so wow. it was a what? very. They had their fucking backs to they them. They had their back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's, that's where harsh. you would sit. And, there was um, also eat like lunch. levels of good and bad cool kids. Mm -hmm. Like the bad kids, like us, we were like the drugs, the money, the popular. And then there were like the good kids who were like the varsity players yeah. and like. You know, they won class president and stuff. So there was like different levels of it too. Yeah. There there's that one scene at the beginning of Book Smart where you're just I the 
the way that that fucking rung true in my high school where you're looking at all these popular kids and you're just like, man, they, they're really like partying. I bet they didn't get into good schools. <laughs> they all got into good schools. Oh, Every <laughs> fucking single one of them. And you're just sitting there like, oh, God, I wasted my life. They got into better schools. And most mm-hmm. of them went to USC or UCLA. And they partied. And they and partied. And they hooked up. And they hooked up. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. It hurts me to this day. I'm a virgin and I'm going to Emerson. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even get into a fucking good school. It hurts. Anyway. Fuck. Yeah. And you know what's so funny about this movie too is like. It's going to like go on my tombstone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wasted my high school years. It's like this should be us like talking about Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. This should be us being like this. Well, I'm going to. Is the Lohan movie. Which like, Yes. She is the she is the she is the vehicle that introduces us to Regina George, played by the great Rachel McAdams, to Amanda Seyfried, Mm -hmm. to Lizzie Kaplan, Mm -hmm. to all of these phenomenal Tina Fey as the teacher, to all of these amazing actors, and you're just like, damn, they they, they're washing her. If 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 I'm being honest, they they are washing her. She plays the straight man in this. Yeah. That like goes a little kooky. Yeah. But everyone else in this is a caricature of the tropey teen stereotype. And is perfect. I mean, yeah. let's let's give some I, love. I will say that they are again with it being a, a genre defining thing. Everything after is trying to be their caricatures. I think that they weren't caricatures when it came out. I think that they were <laughs> so caricatures. The, the caricatures. way you're saying that word. <laughs> Funny. He's trying so hard to say it right too that he's this he's, is like he's a Tupperware moment. Yeah, I'm just trying to just be like, all right, I I don't use this word in my regular. <laughs> it's that thing where you you know a word when you see it written, but you yeah. never actually said that loud. No. And I'm gonna say it really fast and hope that no one notices it. Caricatures. Caricatures. Yeah. <laughs> caricatures. <laughs> it's it's caricatures. I'm yes. I'm sorry. Caricatures. Yeah, but not that anymore. Was funny. Not anymore. All, it isn't. We all were just gonna try and like keep going, but we couldn't. It couldn't. Y'all we would couldn't. be losing. And by the way. For the rest of the time, it's caricatures. It's caricatures. I'm it's sorry. Caricatures. That's but how you said it. I think, yeah, caricature. <laughs> I think that they they weren't caricatures when they came out. I thought they were like complex characters. And then um, everybody was just like, well, we have to make it a we mean girl. We need a We need a Exactly. We need a. Yeah. Uh, since this is McAdams mania, yeah. shall we begin with the queen herself? Yeah, Literally carried in yeah. by by High like seven buff men. Minions. Do you know that this movie came out the same year as The Notebook? Yes, it did. The same she. The, re, the, the reason why she is wearing a blonde wig is because she could not change her hair color for The Notebook. What? She is the greatest, She's the greatest actress fucking of all actress time. of that's, maybe of all time. That's, that's fucking, that's insane. That is insane to be filming those two things at the same time. I feel if if you're not trying to change your hair color, that's like, what's my guy that played Superman? Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, Henry Cavill with the mustache. I fucking love Henry Cavill. But him and the mustache. They had to digitally edit out the mustache for the... the, the, Guess how old she was. She was young. I'm going to guess like, what, 24? You got to guess? 23? 21? 26. Damn. older. Damn. That's... Not older. I mean, for playing a high schooler. Uh, she's old. Yeah, as fuck. She's, yeah, yeah, right. She's, she's also playing a seventeen-year-old. That's CW Young. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is just so 
funny and vicious yeah. and mean, but like lovably mean, where I just enjoy watching her. The the way that you get to see her play mind games with the other characters. Because it's it's not your typical quote unquote dumb blonde at all. Oh, it no. is just this so is smart. a conniving smart the person. Long blonde hair this is is a is a it's a cover. This is a serial killer yes if i'm being <laughs> honest evil the, this is somebody who does the same type of conniving moriarty type of um evil deeds Inflicting but just in a high pain. school um venue and you don't get to see her scream until the peak of her yeah collapse Breakdown. yeah, yeah. yeah. which for a villain and- is so hard to do when she's just biting and she's got this sort of sing-songy voice yeah. and everything I love she your says bracelet. is matter of fact mm-hmm. and that's where you get to learn that high school girls are the fucking scariest creatures of all goddamn time terrifying the fact i mean just going off of that scream scene um when she does that th- this whole thing happens with her and the th- she's like She's been purposefully uh, sabotaging my life. Detail this yeah. movie. Yeah. We're not just okay, okay, I'm sorry. In that, I'm the sorry. The Kelty bars, the uh, skanks, yeah, who the cares? boyfriend, yeah. the hot bot. Everything has been taken from her. So in that screen uh, scene, her screaming and then going to the burn book, something that you have been threaded in as it's like this is where we vent all of that stuff. She goes in, vents, and then she puts her own face down. About all of these mean things that and happen, you go, oh, and you're shit. just like, "Oh this, fuck! What oh, is she? Shit. What yeah. is she plotting?" Is a fugly slut so for someone. Do not trust her. Yeah, for someone to <laughs> do that level of mastery. plotting mastery in a time of crisis. That and is an look, evil fucking person. The look she gives when she lifts it yeah. up and she's breathing heavily and she knows she's done the greatest trick of them all, that yeah. she's about to bring them all down with her. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The first scene where Regina meets Katie Mm -hmm. and she sits down to the iconic, I love your bracelet. Where is it from? I thought she pronounces it Katie, though. She does. She goes, "Mm, I'm going to call you Katie. I like, okay. Uh, The, the, wait, if you're from Africa, why are you white? You get this just incredible scene, but uh, uh, Regina says, you're pretty. Oh, thank you. So you agree. You You think think you're you're pretty. pretty. (laughs) It is. Yeah. I don't think that I've ever seen a character more outwitted, more outmatched. This is like Hannibal Lecter meeting Clarice yes. for the uh, first time. Yes. This is I can't, the, the, the only thing you can compare it to are serial killer scenes. Yeah. It's insane. And the, the interesting thing is we really do believe, and I, I do, I believe this. I believe she was really recruiting Caddy. Oh, she says, I'm going to call you Caddy. Her name is Kitty. Whatever. She, I think Isn't she really what? was recruiting her to be a part of the plastics. I don't think she ever saw being undermined more harshly than she could undermine someone. I think she really did believe that Katie Herring was coming in to be an addition to the plastics. She mm. was going to control her. Yeah. She was going to be a minion to As her. She does. A new but toy. she did not think 
that she was going to bring them down. And you don't think that she was bringing in Katie as like a joke, right? No, no she let this girl she, into her world. I genuinely think I she think was so, like, I think we right. can yeah. model her. We can mold yeah. her into be what we want her to be. We yeah. can Shut control up. her. Shut up. I'm not saying anything. Yeah. yeah. It's just, um, I, I'm trying, like, I want to have Regina George and Loki in a room and watch Loki <laughs> crumble to dust. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I, I genuinely I don't know that I could think of a single film character that could stand toe to toe with her. Boo, you whore. <laughs> That's the other thing yeah. is watching this movie. I, my notes are worthless because they're just all quotes. Lines. Mm-hmm. And I I knew this movie was good. I, can I make an admission? Yeah. I was a little nervous. I was like, I hope this movie holds up. <gasps> oh. I knew that there would be some things that have aged not well. And we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. But. Comedy is very of its time. It's very hard to have a comedy that's placed just as well 20 years later. And this absolutely does. Is yeah. butter a carb? It is, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I could go all day. Oh my God, Dan DeVito, I love your work. That's just like the rules of feminism. That's yeah. Damien. Yeah. yeah. Every line. Get you, in, losers. We're going shopping. That. I we say, say that. that. Every, every, every day. It, it is. It is. I think that this movie... The limit does not exist! Yeah. I think that this movie does... Um, she doesn't it, even go here! It has, like, the, the Beatles effect, where if you go back and listen to a lot of pop culture songs and things that are in commercials that have been covered, you find out. It's like, oh, this was originally done by the Beatles. Oh, my God, I didn't know that. And then you watch this movie, and you're like, oh, that's why people say that. That's why people say this. This is where this comes from. And for you to do that... In 2004, and it not being like a movie like fucking Casablanca or some shit is insane. I think that 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 for you to be able to quote and see so many references from something Still, that is kind of recent, and everybody gets it. Everybody gets it. Even nerds. She and doesn't even go here. Twitter. Like the fact that I. I I say that you will all get the time, chlamydia all the time. and you will die. Yeah. I don't know if you guys fuck with the band Wet Leg, which if you don't, you should listen to Wet Leg. They rock. Hot music wreck coming from our musical god Zach. Uh, yep. In this in the song Chaise Long, they have a line, Is your muffin buttered? Oh. Would you like us to assign someone to butter, butter your, your muffin? muffin. There you go. And I'm like, wait, I f-, and then they go, Excuse me. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse and I I, I forgot that that Smingles. was in this movie. Caddy or uh, Regina George wore army pants and flip flops, so I wore army pants and flip flops. It's oh my not God. my fault. I have a wide set and a heavy. Oh no, it's I. It's I can't help it if I have a wide flow and a yeah. heavy set vagina. vagina. Yep. The amount to which I quote that. Yeah. And by the way, I don't have a vagina. What? Yeah. But I say that a lot. It's great. Uh. We we will keep you here all night. We can only keep them here till four. We, we will keep, keep you here, here till four. <laughs> Fucking good. It's just good. It's just so well written. I'm not like, like normal moms. I'm a, I'm cool, a cool mom. mom. I'm a cool mom. You girls keep me young. Oh my god. Rocking around the Christmas tree. I've seen that parody. You yeah. go, get Glenn Coco. You, you go, go, Glenn Coco. That I think I'm is the number the one. My number one line. Thank yeah. the girl you on go. the bathroom floor. Uh, Wasn't like Jackie. She knows me. Should be screaming, oh Kevin G! Oh Kevin G! It is. I, I think this might be like the this most quotable movie. One of the most quotable movies. Ever. One of the most God quotable movies. Crazy. Of all yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I, all of those lines just like rung something deep inside. One hundred percent. I mean, I know exactly from. where they are. I know exactly what the frame looks like. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the entire movie is so iconic. And I think you're right, Garrick. It's like 
it is this historical thing where yeah. all the rom-coms afterward, all the movies about high school afterward are doing their variation on this. Yeah. We watched Do Revenge, which yeah. we adored. Yeah, it's great. It's just an echo of this movie. Yeah. Right. If we loved it, it was the closest I had seen something come right. since mm-hmm. Mean Girls, where yeah. I was like, "This knows what it's doing." Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Jingle Bell Rock. Ugh. It will n- I- never not be iconic. Mm-hmm. That scene is. Really excellent. Yeah. Yep. It's good. And I it was one of those where I'm like, do I do we just remember this because of like the costumes and whatever? No, it's a great it's scene. It's a really good scene. I still remember that thigh slap to this day. Oh, the thigh you, slap. You and it just exactly. sounds like a fucking fucking whip. And that you watch gif? their parents just go, Oh God. Oh. He's just shocked at the fact that their little girl is up there. But isn't that so that thing. true that like the, the character Amy Poehler plays, which, like, by the way, I love that Tina Fey was, like, put my best friend in this movie as yeah. the mom who gets her nipples shoot off by Steeler. a chihuahua. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, the fact that you, you also cover, you know, the mom who's way too cool that lets the kids drink mm-hmm. there. Then you have, like, the helicopter parents, like, Caddy's family. Like, don't ever throw a party. It's, like, they had it all. I, I, I also love um, Tina Fey's role in it where it just kind of feels like she is watching herself make the mistakes that she made in high school. Yeah. And it's it's such a fun and cute like comparison or parallel between mm-hmm. the two of them where she's just like, I'm really disappointed in you. I'm I'm really I was really hoping the best for you and all of that. And knowing I think that knowing that she's the writer of the movie, it makes it feel a little bit more And there's some good lessons uh, in there. Yeah. Oh, there's a ton of good My lessons. My father, the inventor of toaster strudel. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to keep Go so interrupting yeah. with it. quotes. I think we should have a rule that at any point in this episode, you can interrupt with a quote if yeah. you remember one. Okay. Fair enough. Cool. Fair enough. And none for Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> <laughs> no. Seeing a teacher outside of school is like seeing a dog walk on its hind legs. That <laughs> one I still say to this day. I um, it, it was upsetting to me watching that I am at the point in my life where I did relate most to Tina Fey's character. And that, mm. that was a dark realization. Yeah. How about I answer when my shirt isn't see-through? Almost as mad as fact that I get when my realize my sister named my nephew Anthony. <laughs> I how did you feel about T- Tina wrote in a little uh, boobage shot for her right to start the movie? Yeah. She's like, yeah. By the way, I got it. I'm a hot teacher, mm-hmm. but I'm not it. your fucking yeah. friend because yeah. I'm a pusher, Katie. I push people. I push my ex husband, and now I'm gonna push you. Listen, man, Tina Fey bad as hell, bro. <laughs> like is. I don't know what else to to say. If you've and never read her book, highly recommend. Oh, really? What is Bossy what? Pants? Mm, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta watch it. And she tells an incredible story in that that made me fall in love with her. Mm. Uh, or maybe it was Amy Poehler's book talk, talking about Tina Fey. Anyway, there's a story where she's working at SNL. She's at the writer's room for the first time. Yep. And she makes a really gross, like, you know, gross joke for a girl. And Jimmy Fallon goes, ew, I don't like that. And she goes, I don't fucking care if you like it. <laughs> and that was like their first day ever meeting. Yeah. And everyone said the room just went completely fucking silent. And everyone was like, from that day on, everyone respected you. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking care if you like it. Say the fucking word. Oh, can you imagine? You can just see Jimmy Fallon going, ew, I don't like that. I don't fucking care if you like it. <laughs> you know that she's cool too because... Like, if you compare her to that class of SNL as well, she yeah. has just stuck to the projects that the- she thinks that she, is dope. Yeah. And that's it. Say yeah. crack one more time. Crack. <laughs> we forgot one of the best. What? You can't sit with us. Oh, oh my wow. God. The, yeah. the podcast. It's a podcast. Ugh, so good. I am um, watching this. I, uh, I miss house parties. Oh. 
When Every I tell you that was my house, time. that oh, was my house. A lucky, keg in the tub. You lucky son of a bitch. A keg or two. We had we were on a cul-de-sac, so there was ample parking. We backed up to a, a, the only wooded conservation in our entire like city, so there was no one behind us, no one to call the cops on us. We were bad, bad girls. <laughs> Katie, tell him you look sexy with this hair pushed back. You look sexy with your hair pushed back. <laughs> I yeah I I I miss house parties. I miss um not being able to go to house parties uh because of uh for, they were mostly on Friday nights and uh, my family What were you doing Friday nights? Um so I was raised 7 day of Venice so we observed the Shabbat Sabbath. You know I think about this too so I don't fucking do Sabbath. I don't do anything yeah, remotely yeah. religious. But the idea of having one day where there's no technology. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I probably need that. Yeah. Mm. It's just like something to to break up the days, I think, because um, not working on a weekend is, is what you definitely need. Yeah, I don't do that, but I, I definitely need it. Yeah. Uh, but then it all becomes extremism and they like don't push elevator buttons. Yeah, I'm like, that's, right. that's, on, just that's push where the beca- fucking button, bro. That's where it becomes a uh, burden. Um, that's where I was like out. Any hoozle. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, we talked about the whole cast, but let's give them each a moment for their flowers. Amanda Seyfried as what's her character's name it's not gretchen it's um donald <laughs> it's um oh my god are wow. we all having a no brain one fart? look it up no one no. look it up okay first one to get it gretchen wieners uh caddy herring regina george and, and audience if you know it i want you to scream, scream at us i want you to scream and say you stupid little guilty whores you and she just the boo- she's like i'm uh, the boobs, I, my the boobs weather. can tell when it's raining That's i have like amazing. espn or something yeah oh my god well anyway Oh my God! No, nope, who's gonna ne- be the first one to remember? We're never gonna know. Yeah. No, Karen. Karen. No, it's Karen. Karen. There you go. <laughs> nice. The very, original, the original nice. Karen. Yeah. Kelsey, the you get another Karen. bite of popcorn. And- Yay! <laughs> Thanks, guys. I haven't eaten today. Uh, she is just the perfect dummy. Amanda Seyfried. I'm thrilled now that she. What? She won an Emmy. She yeah. like people are like, okay, cool. We You're fucks with her. Yeah. I've loved her since Veronica Mars. And oh, I. Yeah. That's that's my. Uh, uh, what's her name in that? I just oh was God, thinking about no the other idea. day. Well, I mean, even still, that's it's it's so her trajectory is so cool. I was looking up. I don't know if you guys know this, but on IMDb they rate the popularity of Star uh, Meter. The Star Meter. Yeah. yeah what are you at? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think, <laughs> if we look all of ourselves up right now, I feel real bad. Um, but she is at number four. What? Yeah. What? Amanda Seyfried? That's yeah. By the way, incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> you love Lady yeah. Black Mombazo. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like when you win, there's no way that she's the fourth most famous person. <laughs> she is at number four. I think that it I think changes my, every day. No? I love that. Um, it does change every day, but it's just like if based off of your online references and all that stuff. Hell yeah! Way to you, go, Amanda Seyfried. Who do you think is number one? Jennifer um, Lawrence. No, okay, it's and it's why right are you now. smiling? He's smiling, so it's got to be someone we love. Stanley Tucci. No, Vin Diesel. No. I was thinking like Ryan Gosling or the something Rock? because uh-huh. of Anna Kendrick. Are we close? Yeah. How far? Are Who, we? Okay, pretty we got to think right now. We're pretty Holy far shit. away. Is it Vin Diesel? No. Fuck. <laughs> How <laughs> far away are we? Give us a clue. Pretty far. Is Give it? Give us a clue. One word. No. Come on. No. Is it? Oh, it's Chris Pratt. It's none of the Chris's. Is it a woman? It's a man. No, it's give a us guy another in a clue. movie. Has it come out yet? Then no, it's a series. The uh, both series have come. Timothy Chalamet. No. Jesse Plemons. No, it's a it's series television series. What network? Huh? What no, network? It's television series. Oh, he's in a lot of television series. Series is series several Se- series. He plays the same type of person in the series. Bateman. No. Uh. Uh. Steve Carell. No. 
my God. It's a series. It's What's about the most to come out. Thing ever? No, it, it is not about to come out. They have both come out. Both. Same type of character. Amazingly popular. Amazingly popular. Kieran Culkin. You guys are Jeremy fucking. Strong. You guys are kidding. You gotta be fucking kidding. Okay. Me. Guys, the get most your fucking popular, shit together. Zach is standing up now. He has Gaten, walked away. Change your thing. Gaten Matarazzo. No. Most, is it Gaten? No. I'm, I'm very upset. I want to Give me a clue. network. Eliminate one of the networks. No. Okay, tell me what network it's not. Is it a streamer or is it a network? It's not Disney Plus. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> oh my okay. God, is it Pedro Pascal? It's Pedro Pascal. Ah, Pedro Pascal. Daddy, obviously. It's so easy. By the way, Goofy's fat ass has just been littered with Pedro Pascal. Obviously, because we're human. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was banned from the group chat, but that's awesome. Um, (laughs) We're not banned. You went on maternity leave. (laughs) By maternity, I mean paternity. (laughs) It's right. Um, Well, did you know that Gretchen Wieners is the voice of Eliza Thornberry? Oh my God! Yeah, that Hi, is a fun I'm Eliza, fact. and this is my crazy life. Yeah. Zach, Darwin, you can come well, out now. He found us. Zachary, come sit in your chair. I can't. I'm okay. still upset by that game that we played. That's if crazy. Cut it out. We'll cut out most of it. Sense. We're cutting out most of it. It won't make sense. No, why I'm over all the guilty horse will want to play. They're, They're all screaming. Great, Karen can't hear them. What two series were you talking about? Mandalorian, Last of Us, and The Mandalorian. He's a dad in both of them. Um, So you guys mentioned... Your mom's chest hair. Okay, (laughs) I fell. Uh, You guys mentioned uh, Lilo, Lindsay Lohan, in a somewhat disparaging way, and I'm going to stand up for history. I think that Lindsay Lohan is shockingly great. In this movie, okay, and I'm not saying I'm also not saying she is bad. No, I heard you. No, I heard both of you. And Lindsay, if you're listening, I'm standing up for you, and they won't. Yeah, she is great in this movie. It's just she is surrounded by people who are are just better, or just who are just better. But this is by far her best. Best, best mm-hmm. acting. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's this and I know who killed me. Uh, <laughs> five for one and two. Herbie, fully loaded, people love. Uh-huh. Herbie! No, this is like... Duh, I, I'm a mouse. It's just... When you meet her, she is this perfect, innocent little flower. And it is so f- incredible to me to know that she was railing lines of coke. Oh, yeah. Uh, but and was able to convince us mm-hmm. of that character, mm-hmm. who I guess if I'm trying to remember, I don't. We knew her from the Parent Trap. She was a big-breasted girl, and I think people <laughs> liked that. You know, yeah, she was not top the heavy. conversation yeah. I was having. She was top heavy, and she wore a ponytail for the first half, and bl- in like we're little talking about in plaids. Mean Girls, not in fucking. Parent trap. Yeah, no, yeah. I know. I said parent trap, and Kelsey said she was a big-breasted girl. <laughs> yeah, I, so let's like sorry. let's put yeah. that out of our minds. Uh, but if I'm tr- I'm trying to remember, but was this the next we hadn't, big one? This was her breakout, obviously. Yeah. And yeah. I guess that maybe to us now it's more shocking to see her play mm-hmm. the I innocent girl. I, I but don't at, see it as shocking at all. I think I still see her as that person. I honestly am just like. God, I really hope that you get back to that. But here's the thing. 2005, when this came out, was the tipping point of her starting to get into the Paris and Britney. And so this is what I wonder is, did we, were we actually shocked watching of like, oh, damn, look at her, like, dress up. Did she start start railing lines of coke after? after. At the premiere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she was still a big-breasted woman in this. And if she was railing lines of coke, she would have had that little itty-bitty titty committee situation she had. Oh, it it burns it away? Yeah. Coke Coke makes you skinny. But it takes away your titties? Well, when you get thin, the first place that goes is fat. And your tits are fat. Damn. And so is your butt. 
That guys, is don't the, do coke. The, the don't we do need coke. To address <laughs> the the biggest. Coke That's why I am flat actually. chested as fuck. The war okay. on drugs is good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hate you because you're fat. You're fat because I hate you. That doesn't even make sense. I know. That's why it's wild. This movie is wild. Maybe we should address some of the guilt to this movie. There's I not a few, none. but I think it's a matter that we do. Oh, I, let's talk about Jonathan Bennett, the guy who plays Aaron Samuels. Yeah. It's October 3rd. Um, he is a that's what you said, right? What? You yeah. said talk about some of the guilt? Yeah. Okay, yeah. He was a straight he was playing a straight guy. Yeah. He's gay. He's gay. <laughs> Why is that a guilt? That's not a guilt. Give a straight guy a roll. I joke, I kid. Come on! I joke, I kid. Give straight men the rolls that they deserve. You know how hard it is to be a straight white man in Hollywood. <laughs> oh These God. gays are taking our roles. <laughs> These gay men playing straights. That is the funniest joke you've ever made. We're supposed to believe made. them kissing? Huh. Ugh. I mean, it's just a piece of plastic anyway. Um, Trang Pack? Coach Carr? I'm, I'm, it's a shame to me that um, uh, our hottie McHottie didn't have more roles after this. Because he's really good. Yeah. Yeah, he went, I think, the lifetime route. Yeah. Oh. yeah. God, I'm like shook from how funny that was. That was so funny. <laughs> Ooh. Sorry. Uh, I think the the most frequented guilt of this film and of of uh, Tina Fey's revoir, yeah, uh, is that she has some blind spots when it comes to race, mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't rear its head as in this as much. Though you do have some. You have like the the. the the, the girl from Africa joke being like the one black girl in the class. The the Asian slut uh, stereotype, yeah. um, and and you saw that in some of her other work where there there's like a lot of there's, there's like a lot of yellow face like jokes, Rock, a lot yeah. of Asian jokes. There's a lot of seven thirty rock. There's a lot of stuff in um in uh, uh Kimmy Schmidt, but it's 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 always on the air of ignorance or mm. naivete where mm. it's just like, oh, I don't know how things work here, mm. and so I'm just going to go about my day and just kind of call people out on things. Um, so it's not forgivable in that sense, but it's of character. Yeah, this one had less of it. Um, and For sure, less of to it. To me, the, the a lot of the race jokes landed. Like, if you're from Africa, why are you white? Mm. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Katie walking up to a, a group of black girls and saying, Jumbo! Jumbo. Yeah. Like, oh, wow, that yeah. is so uncomfortable. Like, you are course. so stupid. Yeah, you're playing it under naivety. Yeah. Um, they do. Regina George drops the R word Ooh, yeah. thrice. Several yeah. times. But um, she's also the villain. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's funny. I, I was watching it in my office and Eugene was hanging out with me and I was like, oh, she said the R word. And I'm like, well, back okay, then. In 2004. People were dropping people that shit. People said that. People said the most gay? popular song by the Black Eyed Peas yeah, was, was a song where they rid- used it a yeah. lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, it okay. was the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> so in my mind, I'm like, okay, maybe we don't like this and maybe this she doesn't stand for it and just to make a film that feels accurately high school you have to use the language that they used back then but then they keep saying it and I'm like okay you didn't have to keep saying it yeah yeah yeah. but no like again nobody saw it as such a slur back 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 then then. Mm -hmm. not to you know no we didn't have social media to like no one was advocating for that Mm -hmm. yet publicly in such a way that made us change our minds. The way that like gay, clearly we all knew what we were, we were being offensive. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? Actually, uh, this reminds me of another 
uh, pleasure of the film is we're normally against voiceover. Right. But I was thinking about how crucial the voiceover in this film mm. is yeah. to making you love Katie. Yeah. Um, and, and I was thinking of the moment where she goes, uh, Damien, oh, he's too gay to, f- to function. function. Uh, which Maybe is, that was she's quoting. when Janice said it. Yeah. Right. And so you get these lines in her head where as she's being a bad person, she. The voiceover, she, she knows it, and she wants good. to break free. <laughs> yeah, Slut! it's. it's uh, I mean, it's it's in it's inner monologue. It's yeah. just it's that if you're doing voiceover, at least have a bit attached to it or a gimmick attached to it that like pushes the story forward in a way that doesn't feel like it's cheating. Because it mm-hmm. honestly, it really doesn't push the story forward. It's just letting you in on the character a little bit more. It's just like, it okay, us, well. It keeps us from fucking hating her. Yeah, exactly. If you took the voiceover out, we would despise yeah, It's just like, there's no reason to back. like her. I want my big shot back. So funny. What was that one? That was um, That's Damien, Damien driving away. Yeah. Oh, Janice. That scene? Okay. Ugh, this is such a small, <laughs> small, but uh, Lizzie Kaplan comes and finds out that, that uh, Katie's yeah, throwing a party. Without and she, uh, Damien's driving and just goes, I can't stop the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my curfew is at 11 p.m. My, my curfew is at 1 a.m. Yeah. It, it is 1.13. Like, really intense, like, friends fucking I can't fighting. I can't that you're in love with me or something. And then... <laughs> He's freaks. Oh, like, no, you did What? <laughs> See, that's the problem with you plastics. You got to look at yourself in the mirror, Katie. <laughs> You're not pretending anymore. You are cold, hard plastic. And she has such a weird lisp. I love it. You can't forget it. Just the game on top of that scene where it's like, what if Damien can't stop the car because it's past curfew? Yeah. That is so such a good detail that yeah. most movies, they wouldn't have that. They would have her walk up. Lizzie Kaplan and Damien would walk up, Katie would run outside, and it would yeah. be shot, reverse shot, yeah. shot, reverse yeah. shot. They run away. away. Boring. When you're when you're coming from the second city, I mean, and, and it, uh, improv in general, mm-hmm. everything has to have a game. Mm-hmm. Every scene has to have something on that top of doing. it that you're Physical. doing physically so that you it, it makes it not boring. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like if she had that scene or if she had written that scene into it, I, I brought up second city because that's where Tina Fey studied. But- um, if she just had them talking, that as a as a sketch, as an improv game, it would like feel stupid, mm-hmm. and people would be like, "Why am I watching this at all? Mm-hmm. You should be, you know, having some type of activity going on." And so, yeah, let's have them keep driving or something. Like, why not? You know, why not throw a game into every scene mm-hmm. and then let, let's just see how they play out. I feel really stupid, by the way, because we when we were talking about Lindsay's career, we forgot Freaky Friday. Oh, oh wow. doy. Yeah. Did we do that on this show? No. Or haven't. Oh, cool. You got that to look forward to. That's a good one. Yeah, we should I do like a Lindsay go, something. I Lucky Where's loyal. my fertility vase at the sink? <laughs> I think this movie's just the bee's knees. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. Oh, you pointed this out uh, over text. Uh-huh. It's shot on film. Okay, that's great. Because we were rewatching, and I went, "Jesus Christ, has it just been so long since I've seen this that everything looks really grainy?" Or was this for some reason shot on film? Not for some reason. It was two thousand four. That makes me feel so (laughs) fucking old. There wasn't digital cameras weren't film quality yet. The red camera came out when we were in college, and it was like, "Oh shit, guys, Mm. you can film on digital." Wow, wow. You smell like a baby prostitute. And then, like, Mm. like Roger Deakins was like. People were like, no, film is the only way. And Roger Deakins was like, actually, this is digital is pretty dope. Pretty you guys cool. hear about the Alexa? And here we are. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really required for you to give a speech, so. <laughs> 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 so good. 
god, uh, he is so good. He's, he's so good. S- Tim Meadows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you have we have Amy Poehler, we have Tina Fey, Tim Meadows, Anna Gasteyer, mm. um, as her mom. Uh, you got SNL all over you this. Fucking royalty. Mm. Um, Isn't her dad also the dad from Scrubs? The, the janitor, janitor from yeah. Scrubs. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, it's all comedians. He, no. Oh, um, um, this is a request from uh, a listener of the show, uh, Sequoia. Oh. <laughs> um, Hi, Sequoia. She wanted you. to ask, who do you think is the meanest? <gasps> How could it not be Regina? Let me think about this. Well, a lot of people, I mean, there is the, everybody's using each other. Uh, Liz, Lizzie Cap, I forgot her name. Janice uh, Ian. is revenge. using Katie it's like for revenge. revenge. It's the do revenge story. Um, yeah. Katie is, is literally poisoning someone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like Regina bringing George, down her entire life. Regina George has been compared to Hannibal Lecter. So yeah. who... Out of shit, maybe Katie is the worst. I do. This has been argued before because here's the thing about Regina is that yes, she is mean to everybody else, but we see her earnestly trying to welcome in this girl and make her give her the makeover, give her the advice. Yes, she plays with her because she still wants to control her, but she's not ruining the lives that we can see. We've heard that she's ruined Janice Ian's life and reputation, and that's why she's an outcast and a goth girl, apparently, because she said she's a big old lesbian, which turns out not to be true, which is very funny. Mm-hmm. But, like, maybe Katie is the worst. Regina George versus Katie. It's kind of like when the U.S. overthrows an, a dictator, mm. and you're like, this guy's really bad. But then a militia comes in. You're like, oh, oh fuck! Boy. We created chaos, and this one's worse. I've got to say, it's got to be Regina because mm-hmm. Katie wouldn't have to do what she does if it weren't for how bad Regina yeah. had made. Oh, you're going with the we life. didn't start the fire argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Re- know what that argument is, but yeah, yeah. Re- Regina. <laughs> I would also say Regina because she is chaos and she represents Gals. chaos. Um, in a in a way where she doesn't have a reason for doing any of this mm, stuff. She's just rich and bored. Um, she is just rich and bored. And she wants is, to this, power. Is, this is definitely a through line I'm I'm stealing from Sequoia because we talked about it this morning. But like Smart even girly. still, it she doesn't have a want. It's just to put power. her want is to put other people down. She's pure sociopath. She's a yeah. pure sociopath. I mean, Katie- we compared her to Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, <laughs> never forget. Katie though is like. She plans and is conniving in a way. Like, she literally has a board, which is like, get rid of her hot body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> get rid of her Army friends. Army skanks. But like, boy, that man. is all Janice Ian. Exactly. All of that stuff is Janice's stuff. But Janice stuff. is, she is playing off of she is, revenge. Yeah, she she's was playing wrong. with, you know, I would, I would put Katie's third. I would say it is, is Regina, Janice, and Katie. I think that women need to start supporting women. This <laughs> movie proved that. We yeah, need yeah. to support. We can't tear each other down. Yeah. Which is so funny because Amy Poehler and Tina Fey are like staunch feminists, pro there's enough room for all of us, pro good for her, not for me, which is why this movie coming from that is so funny because at the end of the day, right, like when we cut to the later, you know, their senior year, we yeah. see that. The plastics have been disbanded, but of course there's a group of freshmen that are going to become them, that there will always be cliques. But if you're lucky enough to disband that myth while you're still in high school, I think you'll better be set up for the rest of the world. Yeah, you grow up. Yeah. Grow up. Last thing I was uh, I wanted to, to touch on was the Lebanese versus lesbian theory. <laughs> um, so there is a... <gasps> sorry. What, what's the one? Oh, that's so shit. cool. There is a whole... I feel so stupid. There is a that whole theory sense. and underlying, and I think is purposeful... 
where um, uh, Janice Ian at the end says that she is Lebanese. So if her and um, Regina George met in middle school and she said that she's Lebanese, it is very common for a young person to think that you said lesbian. lesbian. And so I am going to then tell everybody wow. that you are a lesbian. Wow. And so that's where their their whole thing came from which she is, um, says i'm miss, lebanese I'm yeah lebanese. at the end oh um, my god that's so funny Kevin G think comes up to her and like <laughs> hits on her he, he says uh um he's a, uh, he says Something? um um puerto rican and she like, goes i'm lebanese, I'm lebanese. he goes I'm okay like, nice. yeah yeah i think that's like a get out level uh oh, that is a crazy detail. twist yeah it's very cool wow yeah so but like you do pose a good question of like is this a guilty pleasure movie to me, I, I know. I, I think that it is an absolute firm pleasure because you don't watch it feeling any sort of guilt. Now, we can look back and say some things have aged poorly, poorly which is unfortunately true of a lot of comedy, but there's not an ounce of me that would ever agree to anyone calling this a guilty pleasure. You, of course, can vote. No, I mean, like, it's, it is really campy. Like, it does toe the line of, like, you're saying absurd things. Like there are some lines that like isn't really real world aesthetic, but like mm. is this the definition of a guilty pleasure? I think we've established that for it to be guilty, it's that you don't want people to watch it. And for me, I'm like, it's a guilty pleasure and I want you to see it and love it and make it a cult classic. Interesting. So like in that regard, I think it is a guilty pleasure because it is the film that I'm like, I'm watching it no matter what time it comes on, where it's on. And I'm, I might not be telling people this is the hundredth time I've seen it mm -hmm. because I've seen it so many times I should stop watching it, but I will continue to watch it. Fair enough. I think it might be a guilty pleasure for wow. me. Um, no, I think it's a, a full pleasure. I think okay, that it full is. Pee, full I think send, that it, it it definitely set the precedent for what this style and genre of movie can be. Um, I think that uh, this is like such an airtight script. You don't even realize that they crammed so much material into ninety minutes. It is an hour and a half, an hour and thirty seven. Yeah, I think it's tight. Oh, it's tight. It's it airtight good. thing. Everything has an out. Every every scene has a point and a purpose. Um, and they, they got away with voiceover. Like, I just, I, I think it's, it's very, it's very good and very well done. Uh, I fucked up this show and we were supposed to do fun facts first. So let's do it. Oh, got there it. weren't any. Okay. Cause we got some good ones. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Lilo first read for Regina George. Sounds good. I did know that. Sounds good. Yeah. The casting team felt she was closer to what they were looking for, for Katie, mm -hmm. uh, and that Lohan, Lohan also feared that being a mean girl would harm her reputation in future movies. Rachel McAdams, wow. meanwhile, uh, they felt that she had this, the fact that she was kind and polite made her perfect to then play mm. such an evil spirited character. Okay. Uh, they had um, Blake Lively was considered for Karen Smith. Okay. I would watch that. That would be cool. Yeah. But Amanda Seyfried, who also read for Regina, uh, the producers then were like, no, this is our Karen because of her, quote, spacey and daffy sense of humor. <laughs> Daff. Um, Lizzie Kaplan was not the type they were looking for, but when they saw her, they were just like, wow, yeah, no, she's Regina got it. Regina is not sweet. They were, <laughs> just the way she says that. The I'll director really it. wanted, quote, a Kelly Osbourne-like actress. Huh. Uh, but they picked her because of her ability to portray raw emotion. I mean, she gets a little Kelly Osbourne. She's got, I mean, you can tell in the yeah, way they, that they styled her. Yeah, the they dressed her in a way. Yeah. Um, uh, other people bangs. considered, you got James Franco, who was considered for Aaron Samuels. I believe it. 
Uh, James Franco was considered because of his resemblance to Faye's longtime SNL buddy, Jimmy Fallon. There it is. Oh, interesting. And then Jonathan Bennett actually replaced someone who was fired at the last minute. Can you imagine getting that call? Ha! Huh. Fired at the last minute, do we know who that is? No, oh, it unfortunately man, doesn't that say. Sucks. Yeah. Um, there were a couple changes made to keep this from being rated R. So one of my favorite lines, she made out with a hot dog, was originally she masturbated with a hot dog. Oh. Nice. Which is raunchier. And then there's one scene where they walk in on uh, Jason and Gretchen kissing at a party. Originally, she was sucking his dick. Oh, wow. What? Okay. That would have made it a little more insane. And then they found it really difficult to keep the wide-set vagina joke to receive a PG-13 rating. Uh, but they argued that the movie Anchorman also had similar dialogue and received that rating. So they were able to push it through. Nice, nice, nice. I love nice. alt-casting. Evan Rachel Wood was offered a role in the film. She oh, turned it down. Westworld. And Is then it Breathe Me? Anyway. This one hurts. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Miss Ramona Flowers herself, <gasps> was asked to audition for Gretchen Wieners. But her mom didn't like the script, so she declined. Wow. Okay, fair enough. That hurts. Her mom said it was, like, too raunchy. I guess. Yeah. Tell me about my pleasure. My pleasure. These are things in media that we are enjoying. Little wrecks to keep you going through the week. Um, I'm going to hit one. Uh, this, is, this episode is coming out long after it. Um, but right now, for us recording this, there's a new movie. I'm not telling you to go see this movie. Uh, I'm not telling you not to see this movie, but Charlie Day made a, made a movie that is so clearly and evidently, uh, and to his admission, a love story to the movie being there uh, with Peter Sellers. It is a phenomenal movie from the 70s. And so honestly, go watch Being There. This movie kicks ass. Uh, it is about a, a simple-minded gardener uh, who was raised on cable TV, and people within the Washington aristocracy mistake how stupid and simple he is for him being profound, and he rises to the top. Oh, this is what that movie that Charlie Day just did is yeah. made off of, but I told you it was so bad I had to walk out in yes. the middle of it. Yes. Oh I walked out in the middle of it. Yeah. Apparently. Don't go see that. That's not my pleasure. Yeah. But being there, it's really just so good. Peter Sellers, it's one of his best performances which is saying a lot and it has a final shot that uh still rocks me every time i think about it mm. uh, my pleasure for this week is a book that came from book talk i am very deep into book talk especially into like the ya world uh there's a one that i'm currently in the middle of so i haven't finished it but i hear the ending is cry cry and it is called every last word and the main character, whose voice we are inside of, deals with panic attacks and OCD behavior. And they portrayed it, portray, portrayed it. I was trying to say depict and portray. So that's a new word. Uh, in a very real and um, awesome way. So that's my rec. Nice. What's up, weebs? Go watch Suzume. <laughs> that shit is fucking is a slapper and it fucking bangs. It looks it's so really good. Sad. What is it? Um. So there's this uh, new. I. I Blank on his name, but there is a guy that they're calling the new Miyazaki. Miyazaki. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Miles is excited. And he directed so, the other movie that I'm blanking on. That your you name. Love. Yeah, your yeah. Name. Um, uh, but it, it is. Um, it's definitely very in, inventful. It's very beautiful. It is. I'm. I. I kind of. Have I'm kind of having a hard time even speaking about it. They played it. a trailer for it before a movie I saw, yeah. and it was so clear that they had no idea 
They were just what? like, this is beautiful. We're just going to show you a montage yeah. of shots. Yeah. Prompt, like, just trust I, us and watch just it. Just trust me and watch it. There's no, there's no way to talk about it without being like, oh, this is going to, you know, spoil the situation or this is going to ruin your, your viewing of it. Go into it blind. Watch it. Just watch it as a, as a, as a, a piece of art and a piece of media. Don't try to like, think oh this doesn't make sense or i don't i don't understand what this reference is or what what they're where they're going with it trust me it leads to a point that is phenomenal um but yeah it is very pretty it'll make you weep hard mm. <laughs> so it's mm. really crying. good yeah that's our freaking show gang and of course our hot ass yes! guilty pleasures oh, merch took it off already. <laughs> is uh, available <laughs> at tryguys.com slash guilty um, I don't know. Garrick's got some shows around LA you can come see. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know where they are, but, <laughs> but go see him. Go, go, see him. go check it out on Instagram. He'll tell you where he's gonna yeah. be. <sighs> That's the show. That's it. Wow. I'm at Corny and all the things. I'm Kelsey Dara and all the things. I'm Garrick Bernard and all the things. And until next time, you can't.